I hope he has a big one because if he doesn't, it'd be a lot harder to expose yourself <laughs> if you had a little dick yes. or a weird dick <laughs> or bad pubes. <laughs> and if you do expose your dick, are you grooming your pubes more often? Oh, or do you let yeah. it go wild? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. And do you care about like trimming down the, the base so it looks bigger? <laughs> I do that all the time and my wife's like, why are you doing that? <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, I, I clearly know how big your dick is <laughs> at this point. I've seen it. And so why do you trim that down? And I'm like, how do you know it's for you? <laughs> oh, adultery snap on your ass. Yes. And then she laughs and says, of course it's for me. <laughs> Who else are you fucking around with, you loser? Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show. This is episode 138. I'm Dan Fields, and in the studio with me is Mr. Eddie Galindo. What's up? What's going on, man? Not much. How are you? I'm good, man. It's good to be back. Good to be back. Missed you last week, as always. Last week's show was a little different. We had a guest. Yes. Which we haven't had in a while. Broke the cardinal sin (laughs) of if Eddie can't do the show, don't. (laughs) And Eddie couldn't make it, and Josh sat in for a talk, which was great having Josh on. Yeah, I I listened to the show. I I, it's it's good to see that he's doing great so healthy yeah happy you were his real treat that's i mean that i almost cried man like i honestly felt like like warm inside when i heard that <laughs> i was like wow that's super nice so that was nice appreciate that well deserved you are a real treat because every week you're great and on this podcast we weekly share weird stories make each other laugh and have a great time yes always have a great time <laughs> And should we get right into it? Yeah, let's do this. I've got a story right now. <laughs> Dog, believe it or not, I've got a story. Okay. And it's a true story. So I was in Los Angeles last week, mm-hmm. and I was business traveling. And when I do that, I kind of go meeting to meeting. Very busy. Yeah. Eddie, very busy, important businessman. Yes. And so I was kind of running around, and my cell phone rang, and I've been expecting a call from Sacramento which is area code 916, Mm -hmm. and I've been expecting a call from a dishwasher repairman. (laughs) So in between meetings, I figure, okay, this is him. I'm going to answer this phone call. I've got 10 minutes. I'm cool. I answer it, and it's this very gruff-sounding man. Okay. And he says, you know, hi, I'm trying to reach Mr. Fields. Are you Mr. Fields? And I said, yes, sir, I am. And he's all, hi, my name is Doug Kent, you know, from the Placer County Warrant and Correction Office. From the police department. Okay. And, you know, I is this your name? I said, yeah. He said, is this your address? I said, no, that's my old address. <laughs> he said, oh, well, that must explain it because on the date of February 9th, he's talking so fast mm-hmm. and so official, and I'm caught so off guard. <laughs> like, I think to myself, I, I, I'm, in, I'm in trouble. The police are calling me. Yeah. I'm like, not in this mode of thinking. You know, it's 10 a.m., I'm just like, I've just left the meeting. I'm going to another one. Really catches me off guard. Yeah. And I'm kind of scared, too. Like, where is this going? Yeah, totally. At at first, I thought, I'm not home. Like, my family's back in Sacramento. Yeah. I'm down in Los Angeles. Something happened. True detective. Yeah. My wife is dead. (laughs) Or something. It just, even though he was from the warrant and whatever, or maybe, I kind of thought, what happened? Maybe Nicole did something crazy. (laughs) I kind of thought maybe my wife went off the deep end. (laughs) 
maybe choke the shit out of one of my kids <laughs> and she's in the slammer. So <laughs> I, I really didn't think that, but I was worried. And then he just goes on. He's well, we, we have you on video. You know, your car ran a red light. We sent you a ticket in the mail. You never responded to it. We sent you a summons. You didn't show up in court. So now there's a bench warrant out for your arrest. What? Yeah. And I said, wow, you know, sir, I, that's my old address. Yeah. You know, I clearly I don't live there. I haven't lived there in years. So if you sent the ticket there, if you sent the summons there, I don't understand. It's a mistake. Yeah. He said, well, the judge looked in your background and talking so fast, mm -hmm. just like like he was reading a script. Like, you know, he must do these all day long. Just yeah. calls people like me. And, you know, we, we look at the judge looked in your background. You have a clean record. So we're putting you in a pretrial diversion process. So my head's just spinning. Like my meeting time comes and goes. Like I'm sending a text while I'm on the phone like, hey, sorry. Like I'm <laughs> totally standing up this person. Yeah. I'm on the phone with the police. I'm, I'm trying to get off. It's a long story. I'll explain it to you. <laughs> so he's going on, going on, going on. And, after, and then all of a sudden it felt weird. Yeah. Like I thought to myself, hold on a second. This is a scam. Yeah. Like this is too weird. Like something doesn't make sense. And I said to him, you know what? To be honest with you, officer, like, can you... I, I don't, I'm not trying to be rude, Yeah. but how can you prove to me this is real? And he's all, excuse me? I said, you know, like, this kind of feels like a scam. <laughs> he said, sir, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you could talk to my supervisor, my lieutenant, if you'd like. I said, sure, I guess. Puts me on hold. Some other guy gets on. Okay. <laughs> and this is like another old sounding gruff man. Okay. You know what I mean? When you're on the phone with like yeah. a man. Yeah. I know you and I are men <laughs> in our mid thirties. But I still feel like a boy. Yeah, totally. I feel like I have a boy voice. <laughs> Nobody would hear my voice and think, now that's a man. That's a gravel-voiced man who's seen the world. Yeah. These were American-sounding old men. They sounded like fucking cops. Yeah, like gritty cops. Gritty cops. <laughs> and so this guy gets on, you know, oh, my name's Lieutenant Doug Sharp. And, you know, I, I hear that, you know, you'd like to talk to me. And, and he goes into this spiel. And at this point, I'm kind of exhausted. Yeah. Been on the phone for 40 minutes. <laughs> I get back on with this other fucking guy, and this is when the, the real alarm goes off. He's like, well, I need you to pay this fine, you know, like a bond. Yeah. And I said, okay, what do I, can I send you a check? He said, no, you have to pay it within two hours. I said, Are you kidding me? Right, exactly. I said, okay. And at this point, I'm kind of leading him on, because yeah. I want to see where this is going to go. He said, well, here's what you need to do. You need to go to a 7-Eleven and buy PayPal cards... This is really what this Are you guy said. Yes, dude? he said, I need you to go to a 7 Eleven. He said, What's your location? I can find the closest 7 Eleven that handles these financial vouchers. He kept calling them financial vouchers. They're gift cards. Yeah. And I said, Okay, well, he's like, Yeah, there's one on Wilshire Boulevard if you want to go there. I said, Okay, sure. I'll check it out. <laughs> he said, So go there and you need to get a financial voucher for a failure to appear in court. You're in contempt of court. Like, all this shit. And I'm like, okay, sure. You got it, buddy. I'll do it. Yeah. And and then I hang up. And then I, I'm like, this is insane. Like, the fucking... That is crazy. Insane. And so I call my cop friend. And I say, I explain it to him. He's like, dude, no. Over a <laughs> ticket? Like, the warrant, arrest, they're calling you. PayPal cards? Like, yeah. no way. That is crazy. This is not real. And then the guy called me back. <laughs> And he said, hi, Mr. Fields, you know, I'm calling to get the, because they wanted me to buy these PayPal cards and then give them like the pin number and the card number 
so they could probably go online and transfer the money right out. Yeah. And he called me back and I said, you know, to be honest with you, and I was kind of scared because I told them I wasn't home. Mm-hmm. I said at first when it felt very, because the guy was a master. Yeah. Because he sort of led me on, got me scared. I said, no, 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 here's my new address. Send it to me in the mail. My wife's in town. I'm not even in Los Angeles. I'm, I'm in Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. My beautiful wife is home alone. <laughs> Just naked. Strangling my kids. Strangling my kids. Actually, can you go, officer, (laughs) and help her out? So I felt kind of bad, like I set my wife up, you know? (laughs) And so when the guy called back, I said, you know, officer, to be honest with you, I really want to take care of this today, so I'm flying back home, I'm out at the airport, and I'm going to pay the bill in person. And the guy's all, uh, okay? (laughs) And I just hung up. Do you do you have the number or was it like it's a disconnected? Pre- oh my god! Yep. So I gave it to my cop buddy and he was gonna file a police report and then he texted me back to say, you know, it's gone. Poof. That's fucking crazy, man. The craziest thing it was it was a Sacramento area code. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if these people were so good that they could like ghost their number or if it really was like local thieves who just looked me up in the phone book yeah, and did something like that. I know there's, or at least there used to be like an iPhone app where if you use it, you could ghost a number. Oh, really? Yeah, because I had a friend who used to always prank call our other friend Mm -hmm. from um, the cop, the the police station number, Mm -hmm. and like kind of do the same shit except not ask for fucking money. Jesus. Just make them scared, but yeah. It's that easy, huh? Yeah. What got me? <laughs> so I just want to say, as a PSA from Save It For The Show, yeah. don't do this. Totally. People are so gullible. That's the thing, too, is a lesser person. I feel like I almost got taken because they took me pretty far down the path yeah. before my bullshit meter blew up. Should have blown up immediately. <laughs> but an older person or somebody who just doesn't really think things through could totally have gotten taken by yeah. this. And the number's small enough, too, it would have been a 1000 bucks, which... Isn't ten thousand? It's not a million. Mm-hmm. So I, they can fly under the radar, and I don't know. It's just sad. Like I wonder how big the operation was, where you know he just called a dude over and he's like, "Oh, this is Lieutenant Blah." Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they. I wonder if it's just like a huge call center of these right. dudes, like making calls all day. Well, it's no different from the like, "Hello, Mister Fields." Yeah. The Windows computer you have has viruses. <laughs> yeah. It's really kind of not very different. Yeah. That guy ultimately wants my credit card yeah. to buy something. And it's, you know what it made me think of too, though, is better call Saul. Yeah. Because all that guy does is scam people. Yeah, totally. But we like it. Yeah. And it's funny and it's kind of romantic <laughs> and it's interesting. I almost got slipping Jimmy. <laughs> Somebody was trying to slip, <laughs> slipping Jimmy me. Totally. And then I thought to myself, maybe that show's not that good. <laughs> Fuck that show. It's bad. <laughs> It's glamorizing scams, and I almost got taken. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the reality that we live in, man. So I know. We, we got to... Scary. Be yeah. vigilant. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody called Nicole, my wife's grandma once, and disguised her voice as Nicole's voice, and said, like, hi, grandma. Yeah. Oh, listen, I'm in Mexico. Yes. Just fucked a bunch of Mexicans. <laughs> no, she said, I'm in Mexico, and I got in a car accident, or the police captured me and i'm too embarrassed to call my mom will okay. you wire me a thousand dollars that's crazy i mean what grandma's not gonna say okay honey yeah. okay whatever you want totally and luckily i think she mentioned it to nicole's mom or no i think she asked nicole nicole's not in mexico <laughs> she's a mom of three in sacramento yeah totally not like some hot co-ed <laughs> bopping around Juarez, spring break spring break 98 <laughs> 
with their top off. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Jeez. So <laughs> watch out. Yes, please. Scammers. I when I was in LA, nothing too crazy happened no. other than this, <laughs> and I was still happy when this happened. I said, "Fuck yeah, yeah, story time!" So were you like telling that story to everyone you met I in LA? Because I would totally do that. I did. Like you won't fucking believe this. Well, in a lot of these meetings I do, I like hang out with people and have lunch with them, and I don't know them that well. Mm-hmm. And most of them are men. Sometimes they're women, and it's almost like I'm on a pseudo date with them. Oh, yeah. Because it's all small talk. Yeah. It's all getting to know them better. <laughs> hey, where'd you grow up? That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, you have kids? I have kids. Let's talk about kids. They get a little mini save for the show yeah, totally. at lunchtime. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's terrible. <laughs> but I've gotten better at doing that because this has made me better at that. Gotcha. And you can bet your ass. <laughs> I At lunch, I told the story, where do you guys get a load of this, man? <laughs> when I came home, I told Nicole... I was excited to share. Were you like at the end of the story? And if you want more stories like this, check out my podcast. <laughs> no, that'd be pretty funny. Like I know I'm here for work. Yeah, but check out my podcast. If you want to see the real raw Dan? Real raw. Check it out. Yeah, no. So, but I did share it. I was excited. Nothing else too exciting happened. I did smoke an e-cigarette, Ooh. which was exciting for me. I've never Fancy. done that before. Now, an e-cigarette that you buy from like AMPM or an e-cigarette that like the crazy cartridges on top and it was oil. Okay, yeah, yeah. Good friend of mine and fr- a friend of the show, Kathy. I hung out with her and she had one, and it was one of those that looked like you know in the Star Wars cantina scene, yeah, where they're playing the musical instrument, like. Yeah. It's like a, a bassoon. It's like metal and kind of ornate looking. Totally. Like something like a king would use. <laughs> or a jester or I don't know. And I saw her do it. And I thought it was weed. Because to me, I don't know. I'm not around those very often. Yeah. And hers looked pretty fancy. Mm-hmm. Like a weed thing. I feel like a, a vapor cigarette one. They're a little more innocuous. Yeah. Hers was ornate. <laughs> and no, but it was an e-cig thing. And it was good. What did it have like a flavor? Yes, was it what? like berry? Oh, okay, and she was telling me about it. She's like, like some fancy organic artisanal berry <laughs> nicotine or something, but it's dangerous because it was so easy to drink to smoke and so simple. Like, I could see people getting really in trouble with those things. Yeah, like maybe you stop smoking real cigarettes, but you're gonna smoke this vapor all fucking day, yeah, and night. Yeah, so listen, <laughs> don't get scammed. Careful with those e-cigs, kids. <laughs> or so is an e-cigarette and a, and vaping the same thing, or does vaping constitute weed typically? I think nowadays when people say vape, I think mm-hmm. they're more akin to uh, related to smoking cigarettes okay. than marijuana because like I work in the same building as a vape that's shop. That's right. Yeah. And it's like, when they first opened, we were like, who the, like, how are they going to stay right. open? Because that's a, a good space. Not right? a, That's not only a good space. Like, I can't describe that space. It's like a primo downtown yeah. Sacramento Super location. Super expensive rent. Got to be crazy expensive yeah. rent. That's how well these stores are doing. Exactly. That a vape store opened there. And the dude owns one in LA. Wow. And he just got super rich off of that and then opened one up here. And like when it first opened, they didn't really have much traffic. But mm. now it's like, a lot of old people, man, mm. going to get vapes because they're, I guess, quitting smoking cigarettes. Sure. And like a lot of veterans or um, not veterans, um, like actual military people. <laughs> right. That's a, yeah. Okay, yeah gotcha. Like like in their, you know, in their full um, fatigues and shit. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but they they blew up now, man. They're doing pretty, pretty good. Why didn't we get into that? 
I I don't know, man. Like I, all my cousins in Vegas do it. They mm-hmm. all have like the crazy fucking customizable ones and it's nuts, upgradable ones and shit. And it's a whole industry. Yeah, it's crazy. I wonder if you are judged by your vape pen. Like, yo, man, look at this. Almost <laughs> like it's kind of like a car. Yeah. Or you know, that's your sword or yeah. your style. Totally, like, it's your lightsaber. Dude. Your lightsaber. Everyone has like a unique, you know. What yeah. And so everyone's sucking on a little metal chrome dick and blowing out <laughs> smoke. It was fun to blow the smoke out like a dragon yeah i do feel like like anything smoking is so ritualistic and yeah you get you get used to like putting in your shit and then you smoke and you blow and it was fun to do that so i feel like like e-cigs remind me more of like hookah than cigarettes yes because it's super thick clouds of smoke that's how it felt and it's flavored you know so mm-hmm. yeah there was a time when I thought buying a hookah was a good investment. <laughs> yes, me too. I remember talking to Nicole and saying, babe, babe, look, we love, we love doing the hookah. We go out to the place and do it. So let's just buy one. And maybe sometimes we can get a special bowl for weed. Totally. Because that's what my voice sounded like back then. And I remember thinking how, yes, we got to do this. And this is probably in like 2000. Yeah. So it wasn't like we could just go on Amazon. And download it. I you mean, go maybe to the store, <laughs> right? Or find some weird mail order. Yeah. Somehow, I mean, maybe Amazon was around, but it, there was no Amazon Prime. Yeah. Definitely. And back then, even like a hundred dollar purchase probably would have been. I got to think about this, man. <laughs> I really got to think about yeah. this hundred dollars. And we almost bought one, and I'm sure it, we wouldn't have it still. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? Where would I put a hookah in my house dude, for my kids? I have a hookah in what? my closet right now, dude. Since when? Since college. It's just like the old one that you used to have. Yeah, it wasn't even mine. It's it, my friend had a hookah, and we used to smoke it all the time. Yeah. And one time, Kristen was over, and she knocked it over, and it broke. Oh. So she bought like a new base for it, mm-hmm. and then um, when we moved out, because I moved in with Kristen after that, mm-hmm. he's like, "Go ahead and take it. You guys own the base." And we're like, "All but about you, that base. You love this. <laughs> you love this thing." And he's like, "No, it's a gift. Uh, 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 a wedding housewarming gift." gift. Oh. <laughs> How generous. Yeah. So, and I still have it, man. It's, I can't believe on like a drunken night, you probably don't have the tobacco or the coals or no, something, do you? No. You'd have to supply it up. Yeah. We should do it for fun. We totally should. But it's like hard because the kids, you know what I'm saying? I know. Like, I don't know when we would do it. Here's what you'll do you'll bring it over and we'll go sit out back one night when they're sleeping. Totally. And we'll just hit that thing <laughs> like we're in college. Yeah. Talk about uh, Bond and Nintendo 64. That's mostly what I did in college. Golden Gold play Goldeneye. Smoke of that weed. Yeah. Go to the cafeteria. So simple times. So so simple. Eddie, I want to go back. It's like uh, I'm lost. I want to go back to the yeah, islands. totally. I want to go back. I just can't imagine. And if you're in college right now, fuck you. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, if you're in college and you think you're stressed out and shit, you can fucking suck a dick. And, that, and this is what, when college kids hear that from old people, <laughs> kind of like, this is fucking old guy. Yeah. You know, he's so old and hates his life and all the regrets he has. <laughs> no, it's not that at all. No. We're just jealous. Because when you're in college, all you care about is just barely going to class <laughs> and fucking. Yeah. And eating food and just dicking around. Yeah, and it's all about you. It's not, you don't have to. 100%. Yeah. All about you. So, oh yeah, plus I feel like after we've talked about this in the show, I'd love to go back to college with like my grown man brain, and I feel like I would just crush it. I would crush school, I would crush the dating game, and I'd probably have a job. But I want to go back, kind of like in Back to the Future, I want to know future things. Oh, okay, so I could call like Mark Zuckerberg when he's in college. 
and be like, hey, man, here's some ideas. <laughs> I want to be part of your company. <laughs> and, and then I would do that with like Google. Or why not just start Facebook yourself like I, before I, he does it? Because I feel like it would mess up history. Like I couldn't do it. Maybe if I did it, it wouldn't blow up like he did. Yeah. Okay, we're getting into some time travel things here. <laughs> Have you here. seen Hot Tub Time Machine? I haven't. He, They basically travel to the past. One guy stays there as his younger self and then mm-hmm. grows you know, grows up. Mm. And they, they meet in the future when they're all you know, together. Okay. It's kind of confusing. But since he stayed in the past, he like invented everything. His name is Lou. And instead of Google, it's Lugal. Oh really? Yeah, and he like started his own rock bands based on like you know what? Yeah, and it, it that's it's, funny. It's really funny, yeah. But it's the very end of the movie, like a very small part, oh. basically right before the credits roll. Oh, that's not the it's entire like, movie. Yeah, it's oh, okay. just like a, this is what happened when you left him there, and he just did gotcha. all this crazy shit through history. That's really funny. Yeah, I should watch that. Check it out. That's like a super stoner movie, isn't it? It's uh yeah, it's it's just the dumbest movie, but it's it's funny. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, well, pseudo real treat. I'm everyone at home's probably like, fucking I've watched that movie. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't watch movies very often. Kill me. Uh you had some stories you want to share this week. Eddie sent me a note. Yeah. This is the note Eddie sent me. Masturbation and road trips separately. <laughs> yes. So. Um not really story. Um it's it's more of, of a, a thought. question. Okay. Um, so we've mentioned, or you've mentioned on the show that we have a listener whose son has recently discovered the joys of masturbation. Right. And, um, she asked you for some advice. Mm -hmm. I read an article online about this 14 year old kid who also masturbates furiously all the time. Of course. And his mom like wrote a letter to like a help column or something like that. Oh geez. Um, because she finally got fed up because his hockey coach said, called her and said that her son was purposely um getting put in the penalty box so that he can masturbate in the penalty box during the game wow whoa so my question to you (laughs) is what would your advice be if if you found out one of your sons purposely like through games so that he could sit on the bench and jerk it off um and what's the weirdest place you've ever jerked off at (laughs) (laughs) it's a great two-part question first of all that kid's weird like that's a whole other level that's like a public exposure that's the danger the taboo yeah i mean it's one thing to be 14 and like shameful and hide in your closet and then if you hear a noise like your mom's coming in and you know like you put everything back the way it was yeah like if your dad is a porno and like a page is dog-eared you like put it back to that my dad never had any porno magazines yeah my dad didn't shame either. on him i did just watch the scrambled black box porn <laughs> yes. but if i knew the channel was on 34 i'd put it back to 34 because i'm sure my parents came home and they searched the whole house for evidence of jerking off how stupid was I? <laughs> just look in the trash can. <laughs> or like, how self-centered do I think I am that my parents came home like, I got to bust Danny for jerking off. Like, they could care less. I say that now. Yeah. But then I know when I come home, I'm going to be like, honey, you see that uh, there was 20 tissues in this box and now there's 18 and they don't have a cold. So I want to know where the fuck are these two tissues at? So, uh, well, yes, that kid has something wrong. Okay. Period. And yeah. my advice would be, he needs to talk about it. I, I don't know. Like that's a whole other issue. Like, what would you do if if one of your sons one Did day that? Started, yeah, like would you be like, fourteen's pretty old. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I mean, what do you say to them? I don't. I feel like too. Like that's basically masturbating in public. Like the next step is just openly saying like, "Hey, look at me, I masturbate." Like those right. guys that watch girls walk by on the street mm-hmm. and jerk off on the sidewalk. Like, right. 
that's what homeless people do. Like insane people. <laughs> yeah. This guy is on his way to being homeless. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he really is. Like, this is something that could ruin his life if he didn't get it in check. Oh yeah. And then when he's in high school, he pulls his dick out, <laughs> and then everyone's like, "That's pull your dick out, Dan." <laughs> And then I never, ever have friends. <laughs> I do not go to homecoming or anything. Unless you got a huge dick. Then you got well, But see, but back then, dates. I feel like if you're a freshman and you pull a huge dick out, the girls aren't going to be like, oh, I want to fuck your dick. <laughs> They're still like 14. They'd think it was still kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. So Okay, some of the girls might. Yeah. But I think some of the other girls would be like, gross, weird. This guy's a, a pervo. Yeah. And even when you're older, <laughs> you can't just be like, check out this huge 10-inch dick, ladies. <laughs> I mean, you know what you could probably do? I bet you in a room of 100 women, at least one would say, fuck yeah. I'm going to fuck that dick right now. But you're not going to marry that gal. Yeah. So this kid's that's what he's going towards. <laughs> I hope he has a big one because if he doesn't, it'd be a lot harder to expose yourself <laughs> if you had a little dick yes. or a weird dick <laughs> or bad pubes. <laughs> and if you do expose your dick, are you grooming your pubes more often? Oh, or do you let yeah. it go wild? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. And do you care about like trimming down the the base so it looks bigger? <laughs> I do that all the time and my wife's like, why are you doing that? <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, I, I clearly know how big your dick is <laughs> at this point. I've seen it. And so why do you trim that down? And I'm like, how do you know it's for you? <laughs> oh, adultery snap on your ass. Yes. <laughs> and then she laughs and says, of course it's for me. <laughs> Who else are you fucking around with, you loser? Uh, but no, I still like to keep it clean. I feel like it's almost like if I respect it down there, mm-hmm. then maybe she'll respect it. Yeah, totally. More. I keep my shit clean, man. Keep that clean. It just looks better all around. She actually likes a bigger bush, though. Oh, she's told she? me. Yeah. 70s style. Well, every once in a while, I'm not very good with the clippers. <laughs> and if I make a mistake, it's almost like if you shave your head <laughs> and you're like, oh, fuck, it's a bad haircut. Got to take it down to the roots. <laughs> if I get like a bad, I'll take the whole thing down. And then when she sees me, she thinks it looks terrible. Like, it looks feminine. Like, it's still a dick. <laughs> how, could I have a fe- still a how could I have a feminine-looking dick? <laughs> you know? Well, you need to start putting lipstick on it, too. I guess so. <laughs> there you go. weird. With my dick mouth. <laughs> yeah. My, what is it? My miatus. Is that what it's called? Remember we talked, we, we had that show where we talked about it at oh, length. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me Whatever. <laughs> Look. All right. Back to this, your question. <laughs> This guy's weird. Yes. Watch out. <laughs> now, you had a second. Oh, the weirdest place I've ever done it. Yeah, I was joking with that. So you don't oh. have to. No, not done it. Mas- yeah. Masturbate. Yeah, masturbate. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think if there's something funny or notable. No. One time I was at work <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't finish, but I went to, I, I had this job I've talked about that I hated so much. That on my lunch breaks, I would go basically hide in my car. Okay. I would leave. I was like one of 20 women, and it wasn't like cool women. It was, they were haggard, mean. They hated life women. Mm-hmm. Not fun, young, or old, fun, old women. They were just, they were bitches. <laughs> like, I hate to say that, but they really were. They were not nice ladies. And I would leave. I'd go in my car, and I don't know why, but one day, you know, I think I grazed it. <laughs> just right and i thought to myself like could i do this could i could i really like jerk off in my car and then what like i played through this scenario in my head where do i finish and i'm not really a dry guy yeah i like to have a little something i can seriously say i have no clue how many times i've jerked off in my entire life who could say yeah i don't i don't Ten thousand times let's say 
out of that legitimately maybe twice have been dry <laughs> wow yeah okay <laughs> i just i i feel like if i don't have something then fuck it it's not worth it okay you know, i can wait i can wait till i get home <laughs> but this one felt different because i almost thought to myself should i do this to be able to say i did it <laughs> like i remember one time nicole and i had sex at our job in college <laughs> in the j lab oh shit in the journalism school okay and it wasn't like great or mind-blowing it was more just to be like yeah we said we we had sex at work <laughs> i think we had sex on the ground which is kind of filthy would you lock the door like yeah we locked the door and it was after hours oh okay and it was like the the kind of carpet that are in schools yeah like that real tight tight nap yeah that's gross no padding underneath. No just... padding. There was just between my wife's bottom <laughs> and the concrete, that little nothing. And yeah, that was not the most fun, but we did it. So anyways, I thought to myself, should I do this to be able to have a story in 10 years when my brother-in-law asked me on a podcast, but I didn't do it, but I did rev the engine. Okay. Pretty hard. I, I mean, the engine was there. I just didn't, you know, take it to... First class, yes, or whatever. <laughs> so no, what about you? Anything um, weird? You can be honest. Place. Not a penalty box in a, in a hockey game. No, not a penalty box. Honestly, I can't. I can't really think no. of no, because I'm. I like. I'm very private when it comes to that. Sure. So like, who isn't? <laughs> but yeah, I can't. I Chris and I had sex in my old job in my office. Okay. One time. I came in on the weekends and she came with me and did that, but you sure did come in on the weekends. <laughs> oh, um, but besides that, like I can't really think of a weird place that I've mm -hmm. jerked off before. I one time I jerked off on Christmas. <laughs> and I, I'm sure I have. I'm yeah, sure. <laughs> but I remember thinking like, you know what? Yeah, why not? <laughs> this is well, fuck it. Why not <laughs> open in my own present? Yes. I think that's totally appropriate. I think probably the only time is inappropriate is maybe on a funeral day. Yeah. Like you don't go to your aunt's memorial. <laughs> no, maybe your aunt's okay. <laughs> I'd say if your aunt dies, you can jerk off. What if it, you know, it's like one life is taken while another life is shot out of your dick? It's creating. <laughs> you're killing more life, I guess, when yeah, you jerk off. I take that back. <laughs> if your mom or dad dies or grandma, no jerking off. Okay, yeah. Or a sibling. <laughs> yeah, I think especially no yeah someone close like that yeah right and if your significant other dies i mean come on her face or well I, you know what it's funny I, I i thought of this i asked nicole in all seriousness would it be weird is this weird if she dies let's say she dies tragically of a heart attack in the house and she's dead and she's laying there and her body's still kind of warm do i get one more round would you want one more round I wasn't sure. And so I asked her, and I took a Snapchat of it. I said to her, like, this is a legal document. If you die, am I allowed to have sex with you one more time? She's like, fuck, fine, sure. Just get that out of my face. And then she, she later um, described herself. She's like, why would you want to have sex with a cold hole? <laughs> and I said, a cold hole, you're right. That would be awful. And so, I don't know. Is that weird if you wanted to have sex with your partner? Now, she couldn't have sex with me. Yeah. I'm dead. <laughs> My dick is soft. Yeah. And I guess unless I have rigor mortis. But even then, I don't think my dick would be hard. Just yeah. my body parts. Yeah. Uh, one, I think, yes, it is weird if you'd want to have sex with your significant other. Agreed. Dead. 
Um, and then what was the other one? Is it weird? Uh, if you do have, do have sex, I guess um, they're both the same question. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's yeah that's weird. it's weird all right i don't think i would i'd probably cry i'd be too sad i wouldn't be horny i'd be sad as hell use those tears as lube man and just get lube it done tears get it over with nothing wrong with that i cry astroglide because <laughs> i use it so much so you know this also it made me think of something on the dead inside show the walking dead podcast mm-hmm. i sometimes try to take a conversation in a gross path and Dylan, my co-host, is professional. He's like, oh, come on, Dan. No, let's not do that. And he's like, he's, he's more filthy than I am. You should see the messages he sends me. And so, but he likes to put a front that he's not. And I was trying to go down a path of, in the zombie apocalypse, if people are having sex with zombies. Because there's zombie porno out there. It exists. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where either the zombies are sort of like some of that like pseudo rapey porn mm-hmm. not like hardcore where the zombies are like, <laughs> he's like you know he's green and weird yeah but he's got a, a beautiful pink dick <laughs> still and that just comes out and he's hard and then the woman like goes down on him and it's yeah. like wait a second you were just scared of this <laughs> zombie and now you're sucking his dick what's wrong with you girl and i got having sex with it and you look like you're enjoying it yeah. and now the zombie is moaning and no you know <laughs> Like, why even try it? But there's guys, I guess, that probably get off on that. Like, they love The Walking Dead. And I wonder if there's, like, the other way, where it's, like, men having sex with zombies, zombie porn. I feel, well, I, f- I feel like in the in, in the Walking Dead universe, mm-hmm. there are probably sickos having sex with zombies. But right. I imagine it's only dudes. Of course. Because how do you have sex with a, a real man zombie? You couldn't. Right? Yeah. And maybe what if their dick, like, fell off already or something? Yeah, I feel like the dick would go so fast. Yeah. Like that'd be one of the first things to shrivel off. <laughs> like once their bodies were gross and decaying. Yeah. There would be dicks all over. <laughs> Just dried, nasty dicks all over the ground. <laughs> totally would be, yeah. You know? Never thought of that. Uh, but maybe like like Michonne did, they can like chop off the zombie's jaw mm. and just leave like the tongue there you yeah know? And maybe that the ladies get it on like that buddy now you're talking <laughs> all right this is gross let's move on so you did have one other thing you wanted to talk about <laughs> yes. a road trip or road tripping or something yeah this um i just thought it'd be entertaining to to maybe for our listeners mm-hmm. um but we both went to school in reno and yes. we've made the drive from reno to vegas i'm sure a bunch of times yes um which is far apart i think a yeah. lot of people that don't know like nevada is big real yeah. big and reno is like what eight hours north eight hours, of las yeah. vegas so they're very far apart yeah it's an eight hour boring drive because you're just looking at the same scenery the whole time mm-hmm. two lanes at most points it's terrible yeah uh kristen and i were talking but kristen my wife uh we're talking the other night and we were talking about road trips and she mm-hmm. brought up that you and her took a road trip from oh. Reno to Vegas when you were Nicole's mm-hmm. fiance, and but she kind of barely knew you, like met you yeah. a few times. Um, we did it, and she said, "Well, that's <laughs> that's what I would like to discuss." Is um, did you ever have any thoughts about her? Yeah, like because I, I feel like I I would. I probably did. <laughs> I probably did. I couldn't tell you what or like. Well, oh, the car broke down, yeah. or like I'm driving, and she's like, you know. <laughs> Dan, because I mean, you guys must have been dating then, but I'm sure I didn't know you at all. Yeah, maybe you weren't even dating. I don't. I don't think we were. We. I think we started dating a little before you guys actually got married. Mm-hmm. That'd have been dope. <laughs> been like, yo, man, I got your sister. No, I. I'm sure I thought about it because I think Nicole and I had been dating 
We weren't married. Yeah. So that's on the table, dog. <laughs> I mean, that's she's not my sister-in-law. Yeah. At that point. I was joking with her. I was like, you guys should have stopped at the, the clown hotel in Tonopah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ran out of gas and let's, you know, right. let's get it on in this clown hotel. Oh, girl. <laughs> oh, my neck is sore. You know? Don't tell your sister. Boy. That's, that'd be some taboo shit. <laughs> yeah. And then what if we've been carrying it around <laughs> all these years? That's what I, I was joking with her that too. It was, it was a good time for me at least. I yeah. Was no, that's super funny. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I feel like I'd like to give my wife a hard time about that too and. <laughs> I would do the same thing. You yeah. bastard. But no, nothing did happen. Um, I did jerk off while she was driving. While I was driving. Very dangerous, but that's what turns me on. The danger. The danger. The danger of it, Eddie. Uh, speaking of danger, the other day I came home, and I have two very old elderly neighbors. One mm-hmm. of them is really sick. It's actually pretty sad. I've talked about them before, I think, where... One time she fell down and I had to pick her up and her toenail popped off and it was like blood <laughs> everywhere. It's really sad. So she has a son-in-law who lives there from time to time. And I've never, you know, when you're in your life and you see literally like a character from a movie or a book, mm-hmm. you couldn't write a description of someone this good. And then you see them in real life and you're like, you're not real. Mm-hmm. Like this guy, I've never not seen him wearing a cutoff Slayer Iron Maiden Metallica. <laughs> it's all he owns. Yeah. And in the garage, he has probably 40 guitars. He's obviously like a crazy metalhead. And he's got like, he seems like a metalhead. Like everything about him is like from a story. Yeah. Like he doesn't seem real. Like he's not like, does he even have real emotions? All he has is music. Yeah. In his life. He's a nice enough guy, but obviously, you know, kind of strange Mm because he's so into that lifestyle. Haven't seen him for months. Finally saw him the other day. And I don't even really know his name. He's one of these people you can kind of have a relationship with, but it's not real. Yeah. I haven't even had more of a 10-minute conversation with him. Well, I see him, and I say, hey, you know, how's it going? I haven't seen you in a while. He's like, hey, uh, you know, on the day of November 23rd, if a policeman came to your house asking about me, I'd like to talk to you about why that happened. And that, like, that's the, that was his <laughs> opening line <laughs> what? to me. And I'm with Nicole. And I'm pushing in, our, in the stroller our six-year-old because he had a, a real bad cut on his foot. Mm-hmm. And so we had him in the stroller just to get him out to get some air. <laughs> it's important that he's here because why he's here isn't that important. <laughs> so the guy goes on to tell me this story. He's all, yeah, um, my ex-wife was murdered. And What? Right. So Nicole and I look at each other <laughs> and say, whoa, wow, Bill, that's crazy. Yeah. And this is in front of my son. Right. He's six. This guy doesn't have any kids. He's probably in his early 40s and, you know, (laughs) kind of fried. So I I think to myself, like, where is this going to go? Here we go. And he's like, yeah, um, she was found in a ditch in like four in the morning. It's real sad, real scary. But of course, they thought I was a suspect. They called me and I wasn't there. I was here in town. And like he's telling me this long story. Yeah. Like I'm thinking of cereal. Like <laughs> yeah. this is Adnan right now and telling me his story. And so Nicole and I are just like, wow, whoa, that's crazy. He's like, yeah, I don't want to go into the gory details of her death, but, and then he's like, goes into it. And like, I, I, I almost wanted to stop him. Like, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go now? Yeah. He's like, yeah, she was found like naked in a ditch on the side of the road. It was like a hit and run, but it wasn't a hit and run. And I'm just like, wow, what? crazy, Bill. Wow. Like, get me the fuck out of here. Like, I'm, I'm being held hostage. 
And I said, honestly, no, the cops didn't come by. Like, they didn't come by looking for you. Yeah. They never knocked on our door. So this conversation does not need to happen. <laughs> yeah. And he was moving out. And, and I said, well, listen, good luck to you. I'm real sorry to hear about your ex-wife. And uh, get in the house, honey. Let's lock the door. And Now, I do not think he did it. I do think he was like trying to cover his tracks. Like, hey, if a cop was looking around for me, mm-hmm. but he's moving. Yeah. So who cares what I think? Well, he's probably moving to jail because he did do it. <laughs> Maybe. So, well, and then he called you while you were in LA. He and- did. <laughs> and told me he had a warrant, a warrant for my arrest. Um, but again, yeah. That shredder. Is crazy. Yeah. His shirt collection is amazing. Like, I'd like to see in his house, you know, they're all faded. They all look real. Yeah. They all look like he got them on tour. You know, <laughs> Detroit 85. You sure he wasn't like a roadie or something like that? He probably was. I mean, yeah. he might have some insane stories. I probably should have got to know the guy <laughs> a little better. But he, yeah, it, it, like his, I, I imagine he has an armoire in his room <laughs> or a dresser. Keeps them all folded, nice. I don't know. I feel like at some point my shirts start to smell mildewy or something. Yeah, like, totally. You got to get rid of it. Like, I, I can't have a shirt for 25 years. Yeah. Anyhow. That is crazy. That's that character. I made a mistake. I meant to mention this at the top of the show. A couple of people wrote in asking about Josh. I never really talked about what he had. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. was kind of annoying. <laughs> and I hate when I do that. When I listen back to the show and I realized we never really closed the loop on that thing or even talked about it, I said to myself, fuck, this is annoying. Someone yeah. at home is going to say, well, what the fuck did you have, man? <laughs> and sure enough, a handful of people wrote in like, hey, what was wrong with him? Like, yeah. And so he had this thing called Barrett's esophagus, which doesn't even sound real. Sounds kind of magical. Yeah. Like Barrett's esophagus of doom. (laughs) And I don't know if Barrett is the doctor that found it. Maybe Barrett is a part of your esophagus. Essentially, it's like hardcore acid reflux that he never knew he had. And he's potentially had acid reflux or some form of GERD, which is like gastro whatever reflux disease. Mm -hmm. And for his whole life, he never realized it. And I guess after so many years of the acid burning his esophagus, it just like kind of gave up and it wow. closed. And that's why he couldn't breathe. And that's why he passed out. And that's mm-hmm. why they had to intubate him. And so they put him on like hardcore steroids and he's doing good now. And he's, he's healthy and, and great. Cause nice. now he knows he had it. Like it's, it's yeah. called like the silent killer Barrett's esophagus. <laughs> And so now he's good, and yeah, so that's what it is. Man, that is crazy. Always something out there, man. So, like, is that something he's going to have to deal with, like, for the rest of his life? Probably, I think. It's not like you can't, you know, take some medicine or some shit. and Parlotech, OTC. Right <laughs> clear like, it right up. Like Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> clear it right out. You know, just drink a little gas. Yeah. And just burn it out. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he, he's in good spirits about it, and... I guess he had it and was fine. And so now he's actually doing something about it and he's going to be better. Yeah. So anyhow, that's, that's what happened to Josh. The other thing that I was giving him a hard time about, I should have given him a hard time, um, was that he mentioned about his wife, Mm -hmm. whether or not they're going to have a kid or not. Mm -hmm. And that it's not that big of a deal, blah, blah, blah. There's one thing that he's going to totally miss out on fucking a pregnant girl. (laughs) Having sex with a pregnant chick because that's great. Yeah. I love it. And we've talked about this. I'm not like a fetishist, a fetishist about it. But when it's your own lady and she's all big. Yeah. 
And I, there's a lot of guys that won't have sex with their wife when they're pregnant, <laughs> which is beyond me. Yeah. I mean, I think we talked a little, maybe, was it you or maybe it was Mike Bodge who was saying like, no, I don't want to like, it wasn't you. No. No, it wasn't you at all. And a guy I used to work with, he wouldn't have sex with his wife. Because but like, dude, is your dick 15 inches long? <laughs> it's going to just slam up inside of her uterus. <laughs> maybe kill your unborn child. Yeah. Don't you wish. <laughs> don't you wish your dick was that big? Totally. You know, I do that all the time, Nicole, like with the microphone. When they did the show and I set it up for them, and I was putting the mic, and I was like, boom, could you imagine? <laughs> I was like, bat, bat. She's like, no, that would be awful. You couldn't have sex with me. You would destroy me. Yes. Why would you possibly want a dick that big? It's just like, just because, boom, like, fuck yeah. I don't care if I can't have sex with anyone. I just got this huge dick. And so that's what Josh had. And he's not going to be able to have sex with a pregnant gal. So he needs to, yeah, that's what he's missing out on. Yeah. If he, you know, you know, so yeah, get, get, get your gal pregnant and do it. <laughs> Plus like Josh is a guy who his entire life has been having sex with women trying not to get them pregnant. <laughs> so imagine that whole 180 would be yeah. if he was trying. Yeah, to. totally. I mean, or maybe, well, I don't want to say this on the internet. Maybe he can't. Maybe he's shooting <laughs> blanks, dog. You know, he's not going to listen to this. So I can say that. <laughs> You know, and now, now I feel kind of bad. Yeah, like what if you just ruined how you ruined his wedding by telling oh, his friends? Oh man! Well, listen, <laughs> you don't have to be a genius to put two and two together. I mean, I don't know. I didn't solve the crime. <laughs> like it's uh, the, the the Da Vinci Code. I just cracked that shit. So anyhow, yeah. Right, let's move on before I, I before I get out of the top ten <laughs> and then like a top twenty friend. Ah, uh, Jesus. So good news, the shirts are done. Oh, nice. In the bag. Nice. So I think they came out great. Eddie and I have a new logo yeah. now, which is dope. Shout out to my pal Brian for doing all that. And it, it's looking awesome. And I think the shirts will print quick. So hopefully in another, I don't know, week or That's two tops, we'll have them shits. Yes. And I'm going to update the site and the shirts will be for sale on the same day synergy you know when the apple watch <laughs> comes out eddie and apple.com gets updated and then the merch is available that day yes that's the kind of operation <laughs> that i'm going to be running on our squarespace we should do a contest too we should i don't know what that would be but well, now that we have merch see now there's two options you know i can buy front the money and buy all these shirts mm. and then i'm that guy with like two big <laughs> cardboard boxes in my garage and i can't give the damn things away or there's this other website called teespring which is pretty cool it's like a kickstarter for t-shirts but i feel like that's kind of like the bitch move <laughs> like it's kind of, it's sort of saying hey i don't believe in the show enough to just buy these shirts yeah. they're gonna sell i'm gonna buy them <laughs> or do i just put the onus on the listener at home to be part of this kickstarter to yeah. get the shirts uh, i don't know the one nice thing about that site though is the sizing because i've been having a hard time deciding i don't need to buy a bunch of men's smalls mm -hmm. you know i don't need to buy a bunch of men triple x but there's probably like men's large but a lot of women listen to this show too yeah in fact, a couple of women have written in asking for them. So what are they supposed to do? Yeah. Get like a men's medium? Yeah, I don't but know. But what woman, when was the last time you saw a woman in public wearing a man's shirt? <laughs> like I want them to buy this and enjoy it and wear it. So now do I have to get women's sizes printed too? Yeah. It's confusing. Is there like a, a higher class cafe press or something? I think it's like this Teespring. Okay. But the difference is you, the shirts don't get printed unless we hit a goal. 
So let's say we see that. Maybe, you know what? I know I just talked shit about it, but maybe we should do it. Because <laughs> out of the rise, I don't know how to order. Yeah. Like, am I supposed to order 400 shirts? Totally. I got 50 size medium <laughs> women's tank tops in my, my garage. <laughs> and then we're these weird guys. We have like panties <laughs> with our new logo on it. Yes. Save it for the hole. <laughs> so I'm looking into it. I don't know. If anyone has advice or has done this sort of thing before, send me an email. Save it for the show at gmail.com and we'll figure it out. Yeah. But the hard part's done. Now we just need to get them online and uh, excited about that. Nice. Uh, a couple other things. So I want to give a shout out. <laughs> so people are being so cool to us and writing super nice emails. Sh- shout out to Chris, who's been a friend of the show. He's our father-in-law's buddy mm-hmm. who works with him. Uh, wrote the nicest email that he enjoyed the interview with Josh because he felt like we can do a disgusting show like this show. Mm-hmm. This has been a gross show. <laughs> it has been. I didn't intend it to be gross. <laughs> I think I've said jerk off or jack off a lot. <laughs> Someone should do a super cut of me just going jerk off, jack off, jerk off, jerk off. <laughs> so it's a gross show. But last week's show was kind of serious and a little mm-hmm. more laid back. And he appreciated that. Yeah. So thanks for that super nice email. And I was telling you before the show... A great part of the Dead Inside show has been those listeners who have now joined our army. <laughs> and they're very active on Twitter, and they've been tweeting at me and chatting with me. And two fellows in particular, a guy named Nick and a guy named Barnabas. Barnabas. That's his name, Barnabas. Okay. And I think it's his real name, which is kind of a tight name. Yeah. Was he, maybe it's Barney. Is that like long-form Barney? I think so. Okay. Or Barnaby. Barnaby. Barnabas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so shout out to those fellas. They've been super cool. In fact, Nick, he did my favorite thing. He went back and listened to old ass shows. Oh, okay. Including like three. Oh, wow. Episode three, dog. Nice. When things were very different. You were you hadn't even been a guest on no. by that point. Just a listener. I think your first show was like episode 23 or five there, or something. Think, yeah. Find that show. I tweeted it the other day. I linked to it because that was a long time ago. Yeah. So anyhow, he was listening to an old one, and I think I was riffing about Asia Carrera. Can you remember her? Yes, I do. Classic <laughs> porn star. You don't want to be referred to as a classic porn star. <laughs> classic rock, classic cars, Yeah, not a classic porn star. That means you're probably pretty hairy. She wasn't very hairy, though, Asia Carrera. No. She was a beauty. She was, yeah. And I liked her a lot, and I liked this other gal named Kylie Ireland remember her i don't remember her you know because you know you take a famous woman's name kathy ireland yeah just change it to kylie <laughs> and then fuck yes. on camera so she was great one time i was in san diego and i saw she was stripping at a strip club and i said to myself oh my god i gotta go in there yeah like this is the girl like when i was a teenager when i was 14 in the penalty box <laughs> And I would see a scrambled porn or a Skinamax. Like, it was Kylie Island. Yeah. Like, I jerked off. I could see her in real life. And I was talking to my kids and explaining to them, like, this is what happened to me, guys. Like, Dad used to jerk off to this one. I don't know why I was in San Diego. I think I was there for business. Didn't work out. Because, boy, that would have been great. Yeah. I mean, how many guys? I couldn't imagine she was so stripping. She, Yeah. How old do you think she was? She's got to be in her early 40s. Just ripping it. Yeah. I mean, that's the funny thing about porno. Like, the MILFs are 28. Yeah. <laughs> and they just wear a lot of eye makeup. Yeah. You know, maybe everyone's telling you might say, like, a 35-year-old MILF, and they still look young to me. Yeah. Because they're, like, our contemporaries. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, if I saw, like, a 25-year-old, I'd be like, oh, barely legal. 
Look at this young ass girl. Yeah, totally. And some 18 year old thinks that's a milk. <laughs> so anyhow, anyhow, Nick found this great article about Asia Carrera. She got a Dewey last month. Did she? Listen to this. It's a funny story. She drove her daughter to school in the morning <laughs> and passed out at the school on the couch, like in the office. What? Right? Yes. And then the cops came and she took off. She, she <laughs> fleed the scene because, I mean, how how much of a problem do you have to have if you're getting drunk in the morning yeah. and then driving your kid to school drunk? That is crazy. Poor gal. So, I don't even know like what to say to that. Mm-hmm. So she's all like, does she have a day job? No, she's 41. And I imagine has enough money maybe from all those movies. You think so? Uh, maybe I, I read the article too that she had a husband that died in a car accident so maybe she's collecting some sort of insurance man yeah so oh to be a classic porn star <laughs> life is hard though she's drinking yeah totally. drinking hard man drinking a lot so should have stayed in porn stay off stay off of those drugs well she's a real milf Alcohol. yeah you know yeah keep it clean asia yeah i mean does she still look good was there pictures of her i don't want to be rude <laughs> i mean no it was a mug shot <laughs> I mean, she definitely, it's tough because, first of all, she had a weird haircut, just <laughs> super short haircut with like bl- purple the highlights in it. And in my mind, though, she was this beautiful, and wasn't she like a scientist? There was something about her I that was feel, interesting. Yeah, I feel like she was supposedly mm-hmm. like a, a very smart woman. Do people talk about porn stars like this anymore? Other than that one that just got beat up and almost died, or Jenna Jameson, like there are so many porno actresses. Like, I feel like I never see the same one twice. You see the same guys yeah. all the time, but never the same girl, really, unless you know and you search her out. Totally. At least that's not me. Like, I'm not, I don't have, like, a bookmark of <laughs> yeah. these gals' names. Yeah. Except, um, what's that one that's popular? Lisa Ann. The one that was, like, Palin and uh, oh, that, okay. like, dark-haired gal. Okay. Yeah. If I'm, you know, roving around and I see her <laughs> face, she can, she gets a click. <laughs> I'll open a tab for her, for sure. But I otherwise, no. Yeah, I don't. Are there big like porno stars like back? There's gotta like be. There used to be. I guess I feel like the there's game. just so much porn available and like fucking live webcams and shit. Like right. anyone can be a fucking porn star these days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're good on social media, you can probably kill it in the cam game, dude. Kill that cam <laughs> kill game. Kill that cam game. It's like Uber for your vagina. <laughs> you just boom, you're open. Anyone can do it. Yeah. You got a car, you can be an Uber. You got a vagina. <laughs> You're a cam girl. Totally. I should get Nicole to be a cam girl. You, t- you totally should, dude. Yeah, she could probably, I mean, she'd make a, a couple extra grand a month. And it doesn't even like, she can probably do some weird, like, non sexual shit and get right. paid. And guys would watch her and jerk off to it. You know right. What I mean? like, Just like watch her knit in like a small tank top or something. Mm-hmm. And be like, yep, that's my shit right there. Dude. And yeah, <laughs> and it's tasteful enough. Not like she's doing, like, you know, just jackhammering herself <laughs> yeah. with a dildo. Because then what happens is someone finds that, yeah. screenshots it. That's embarrassing. <laughs> but if she's just knitting, yeah, you know, to make us a couple extra G's a month, <laughs> fuck yeah. And if it happened to be kind of hot in the house, and you know, <sighs> oh, I'm so hot, a little damp around, you know, mm-hmm. the face, then, the yeah. damp face, <laughs> but they're knitting, just slightly sweating. Someone's gonna jerk off of that. <laughs> exactly, dude. It'll be me. I'll be the only guy in the chat room. Just take it off. Take it off. Oh, man. Oh, boy, yeah. So uh, the the podcast studio, I'll turn into her webcam <laughs> yes. studio. So, you know, we're doing duality. Yeah. That's the duality. Well, 
Asia, I hope you turn it around. Yeah, totally. You know, good for you. All right, let's. Uh, I'm gonna read a review. We'll do a real treat, and then we'll we'll skedaddle. Sounds good. How does that sound? So, people are being great as well. We're getting reviews every week. We're at 94. So the race to 100. <laughs> fucking come on, guys. <laughs> A thousand people listen to this show. <laughs> Can six of you just review the damn show, or don't even review it? Just leave a five star rating. Yeah, you know, put a put a, drop a coin in the bucket. Have I reviewed the show yet? You as a, a man? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I did a long time ago, but I I'm not positive. You probably did. You know what's super annoying about iTunes is I was the first reviewer of the show. Mm-hmm. So I there's a three year old review that's been seen by everybody. So in terms of search functionality, it's the most important review because it's been seen the most. It, it, the algorithm puts it at number one, mm-hmm. which is kind of lame. <laughs> like it's a, I'm kind of like cheeky in it. You know, oh, I'm the president and I'm also a client and I swear <laughs> my show's funny. I hate it. Like why don't they put the most recent review first? Yeah. Well, I should be able to set that up or I should be able to choose totally. the review that I like. Yeah. Like this is my website. And I have no control over it. <laughs> Apple owns it and runs it. Yeah. And it's ugly as shit. Like that's a, that's really a pain in my ass. Yeah, totally. Either way, <laughs> the reviews are still important. And somebody wrote a nice one. Um, this is from Abby. I guess I don't need to say their name. Who cares? <laughs> Abby, you know who you are. The uh, subject is sucked in. So she came over, I'm assuming it's a woman, came over from Dead Inside Show and was a bit hesitant. When I first listened, I was like, all this co-host does is giggle. (laughs) And these are such gross boy topics. But I gave it another shot and I've listened back 10 episodes. I think all of the tweaks you have made recently to the show are really great. Improvements, and in spite of the often grody subject matter, I can't stop listening. The show is fast-paced and the stories are entertaining and relatable. Okay. So she's grody too then. They're <laughs> yes. relatable. But that review made me laugh and I appreciate it. Yeah. So thank you, Abby, for sending that review in. All right. So yeah, review the show, save for the show.com. There's links on there. Do what you want. I guess in Stitcher you can leave a review if you're a oh, Stitcher okay. guy too. But I don't give a lot of credence to the Stitcher. So do you think we should tone down the grodiness of the show to no. appeal to the, our female audience or like the last episode, like that person that wrote in to say, hey, maybe, you know, be the hot dad podcast. Yeah. I don't know. Could we? Should we? I don't I, I don't know. It sounds too hard. <laughs> I don't think we could do it. Yeah. I mean, we are who we are. But then again, would a tweak take us to the next level? That's that's a good question. I'm, I'm sorry that I, I, I am'd you uh, masturbation and road trip. I, look what you did. I, <laughs> I, I just ruined the show. You did this. <laughs> we should be talking about... How to stop a tantrum with a toddler <laughs> or cool way to be, how to be a cool dad, but a stern dad <laughs> on the next dad, tape for the dad, dad, yes. dad, dad. I, look, I don't know. Maybe we need to make another podcast <laughs> for dads only. Totally. Oh, Jesus. Dads only. We're, and we just, that's the filthy podcast where we just talk about gross the one. grossest shit. Right. The mom one. <laughs> I think the moms that listen to this show are pervier than the dads <laughs> yeah. half the time. God bless them. God bless them all. Okay, let's do a real treat, and we can go on our merry way. So what's your real treat this week, my friend? This this is probably going to annoy you, but two weeks away. <laughs> yes, I'm annoyed. <laughs> two weeks away, man. I'm so excited for this mm-hmm. fucking fight. Yeah. Like, um, 
I, every day I watch, you know, videos about it and wow. read blogs and shit. This is, of course, the Manny Pacquiao yes. Mayweather fight. Manny Pacquiao Mayweather fight. Um, Pacquiao had his uh, live media workout today, so mm -hmm. you got to see him a little bit hit mitts and shit. I watched that on Periscope. Oh, He nice. was Periscoping his own. He, oh, was somebody it? was holding it and yeah. watching it. Yeah. Periscope is a pretty cool new app Eddie and I were talking about, and somebody told us to Periscope the show, which is like live stream the show. Mm-hmm. Which I guess would be kind of cool. Like that means somebody would know to, to log in at nine o'clock on Wednesday night and they can watch the show live. Do you think like how many people do you think would do that? The 10, nine o'clock on. I'd be down to do a live show. I mean, we basically just did one. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we should have used that that live thing that I did on the Walking Dead podcast oh, yeah. where there's like a, a chat room while you and I are here. Yeah. I feel like that'd be difficult. I can't be looking at a computer reading chats. <laughs> it throw our whole rhythm off. But maybe if somebody wanted to watch us do this, yeah, we need another person. We need like an engineer in the studio to be feeding us. Oh, uh, Gary from Indiana just wrote this question in Dan and Eddie. Excuse me, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Nicole would want to do oh, that. God. Hey, baby, listen. I got two new jobs for you. You're going to be on a webcam knitting with your titties hanging out. And you're going to be the engineer for my podcast. <laughs> she would say, you got it, honey. And then fuck me with your microphone, Dick. <laughs> and in my cold hole. <laughs> cold. Oh, boy. Uh, so, great real treat. <laughs> you're excited about the fight. I'm yes. excited for you. You're making me excited. Somebody wrote in to say that. That they weren't really into the fight. But now they are because of you. So Yeah, I mean, Manny Pacquiao is a great fan-friendly fighter. Yes, he is. He, um is not afraid to get punched. He mm -hmm. likes he likes to, you know, give excitement to the crowd as he says. Um, yeah. Mayweather not as casual fan fan friendly cuz he's more defensive focused. Right. But if you're if you like boxing and you can realize like technical skill, like he's probably the best in the sport right now. Mm. So it's a great fucking matchup, man. I'm Been excited waiting for it. Yeah. I can't wait to watch and it really couldn't be two more different fighters too in terms of yeah. personality background charity you know manny pacquiao what is he like the governor the king he's a congressman congressman <laughs> the king. he's the king <laughs> of the philippines and then you got mayweather who instagrams you know pictures of his gambling yeah he's like man i put down 100 grand on this sports team great yeah like, you know what? Manny Pacquiao would take that 100 grand and build some schools. Yeah, totally. So that's what's cool about this fight is these couldn't be two different guys. Mayweather's going to come out with Justin Bieber. Yeah. And, you know, probably like the ghost of Saddam Hussein <laughs> or something insane. And Pacquiao will come out alone. Yeah. Probably with, you know, some chickens. Or just something like very modest <laughs> and simple. Even though that guy is. I, I said the king because he is like the king he, of the Philippines. But yeah, he's a congressman he's, too. Yeah. He's That's definitely amazing. a very iconic figure in the Philippines. Like I was talking to my dad, um, and he was saying that in the Philippines, Pacquiao fights are free and on just regular television. Wow! Like you know, like on Fox or something that sure equivalent. Um, we need to have your dad on. We should, I, let's totally, have your dad right? on next week or the week before the fight. Yeah, and he can give his. You know, I'm sure he's rooting for Pacquiao. <laughs> I know he knows him. Yes, and you know he can talk about the show and you know. Oh, yeah. Not the show, the, uh, the fight, and let us know what he thinks. Yeah, totally. I'll, I'll let him know. Okay, yeah. I'm sure he'd be excited for that. Please, make that happen. Totally. So you were saying, yeah, it's free. It should be free. Yeah. Like, he's the people's champion. 
Yeah. And I can't imagine, you know, him forcing people to pay. He, I know he makes a ton of money and maybe getting money and fame is what got him into it, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't seem to be doing it for the money. No. So I think he's, yeah, I think he definitely just likes entertaining people. Right. And it's crazy because like in the Philippines, anytime he has a fight, like, like statistically crime goes down. Yeah. It's nuts. (laughs) Like it's crazy. People are watching the show. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's a great real treat. Thank and you. yes, I'm annoyed. With it. <laughs> so it was an easy one. If it's your real treat next week, though, then you're in trouble. It's probably going to be my real treat next week. And then the week after the fight, it'll be my real treat. <laughs> I'll give you the week after. <laughs> but if it's the next week, then you're in trouble, mister. Show, you're on show suspension. <laughs> yeah. My real treat is the opposite. It's a video game. And it's been my real treat before. It's Hearthstone, mm-hmm. the game made by Blizzard, who makes World of Warcraft. And now it's on iPhone. So if you like turn-based card games or or puzzle games, or if you play games on your iPhone, I cannot recommend this game enough. Mm. It's super good and super fun. And it's free. It's free. And now you can buy cards in-game, but Mm -hmm. you don't have to. You can play the game for free. And let me know if you play, because we can play against each other. So if you play for free the entire time, are you able to play other people that are like super high level that have bought shit? Only if you get high level by winning and, and just being good. Okay, so there's court. no like paywall for like exclusive stuff? Nope, you just buy cards. Okay. You, it's like real cards. Like the more cards you buy, the more chances you get of, and you earn coins mm-hmm. that you can use to buy packs too. Oh, okay. So you do quests and like little things, you earn coins, you can spend those in game. It's really. Part of the reason I think it's so popular is because it's a great game, but because it's super accessible and you really don't have to spend money. I've spent about 20 bucks because I just wanted to like buy cards. <laughs> and then you open the pack in the game and you flip over the cards because it's a card game yeah. that you play against real people, like real people. And so when you open a new pack to try to get cards, it's really if you were ever a kid who bought baseball cards or any sort of thing like baseball card opening for a kid is kind of like gambling yeah i don't know what i'm gonna get (laughs) you still have that same feeling and it's really well done so hearthstone and let me know if you play it like tweet at me at sift show or at dan the beast and i'll add you and we can play i need to check that out because i'm not like i was never really into like those types of like turn-based games Mm -hmm. because i didn't i wasn't patient enough to learn like the strategy you have to yeah so give it a chance i will yeah Give it a chance. The learning curve might be a little high, but it has a great tutorial. And you can play it on your computer or your phone or Android. I mean, it's on everything. Yeah. In fact, I was playing against the official therapist of Save for the Show, our good friend Duff, (laughs) Robert Duff, who has been on the show. I was playing against him. Nice. He's super into it. He's good. He beat me. (laughs) I want to play him again. I'm crushing this time. So check that out. It's, It's a lot of fun. Cool. Sort of like a, a mini real treat, which doesn't deserve its own, and it's another video game, is the Game of Thrones video game. Oh, the Telltale which, one? The Telltale one. Okay. Get that. Yeah? If you have any interest in Game of Thrones, any interest, it's so fun. It's hmm. awesome. I mean, it's all the characters from the show, it takes place like right at the Red Wedding. Like okay. You're like a, a, a house called the Forester House who isn't in the book or the show, mm-hmm. and it's this whole brand new story, but you're interacting with... Cersei and Jon Snow and Tyrion, like you're in the shit yeah. with them. And it's a fantastic game. So yeah, if you like any Telltale, which is the developer that makes these games, and the Game of Thrones, it's on iPhone too. I played it on my iPhone because oh, it was okay. free. It was like a promotion 
that made it free to celebrate the return of the show, mm-hmm. which normally I think it's like five bucks. So yeah, I should have told you about that. Sorry. God damn it. Fuck that up. That's my goat for the week. Sorry. <laughs> How rude of me. I cost you five bucks, man. <laughs> so check that out. Mini Real Treat, another video game. Yeah. I couldn't push that to next week. I felt like <laughs> I can't do two video game real treats in a row. <laughs> what am I? What kind of guy does the same real treat every week? Some fucking asshole. That's, I mean, that's, that's stupid. <laughs> Why would you waste these people's time with the same real treat? Because to build up their excitement about that video game? That's true. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, if it's like the two biggest video games in the world. <laughs> exactly. You know, battling. Like, I get that. Doing okay. a crossover game together. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like Grand Theft Auto and Call of Duty. <laughs> yes. Together. Yes. All right, fine. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. All right, that's it. So we're saying goodbye. It's your turn to have our walk-off music. What should I be playing this week? Uh, this this song is, is kind of an oldie for me, um, yeah. but it's, it's really what turned me on to um, probably the best boy band ever whoa in pop history okay in sync obviously i thought you were gonna say like new edition i don't consider them a pop boy band Mm -hmm. i would say they are more of an r&b boy band well you could even consider the beatles a boy band at some point when they first came to america i know what you're saying (laughs) you're right hey that argument you'll win that anywhere (laughs) anyone would agree with you so in sync and i agree with you as far as like True blue 90s boy bands go. Yeah. And even today. Yeah. The One Directions. Yeah. Fuck those guys. Real quick, though, talking about uh, New Edition. I was talking to Kristen the other day, and I told her that I just realized I basically grew up on black boy bands. Yeah. Like, like 90s music was dominated by, like, New Edition and Jodeci mm-hmm. and High Five. And, and, Good point. You know, so For Real. Like, After Seven. Yeah, and I loved all of that shit. Yeah, like, that, those That was my shit, man. That's funny. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. You're totally I right. Either. But, um, so... That has nothing to do with this, but um, still, good point. The song is called "Makes Me Ill." <laughs> Makes me ill, okay. and it was like the first song of Insync that I was like, "Yeah, man, this, oh, this is, is an Insync song." This is an Insync okay. song, dude. Okay, yeah, and I was like, "Wow, okay, these guys make pretty good music." Because yeah. all I heard before that was, you know, their shitty radio right. pop shit, and I don't think this ever played on the radio. It's like a deep cut, deep cut, man. Mm. But that that turned me on to Insync, and ever since then, I was like, "Wow, an Insync fan." Wow. Okay. Hey. No judgment. I like Justin Timberlake as much as the next guy. So, and of course, I liked NSYNC back then. I guess I didn't like them as much as you. I think I hated Backstreet Boys though. Fuck those mm, guys. Oh yeah. Those untalented bastards. Yeah. Boy. Well. All right. It's playing. Thank you for that selection. Don't worry. I will have one next week, and I'll I'll make it a good one. I'm just kidding. I'm sure it's a great song. It's. I mean, it probably doesn't hold up. No. (laughs) I haven't heard it in a while, but... All right. Well, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. So that's it. All right, everybody. Well, let's see. Review the show. Uh, Let me know if you have any opinion about the shirts. Send me a comment on Twitter at SIFT Show. You can email the show at saveitfortheshow at gmail.com. And that's about it. So I'm Dan Fields, and with me is Eddie, and we'll see you next week. See you.